0: and it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: Thank you very much TV's Adam Esquire and the US Army Blues, 2 Bets Talk Pets Orchestra. Welcome everyone to episode 6 of the 2 Bets Talk Pets podcast. I am Dr. Robbie Ander and I'm joined by the man who's just returned from the Commonwealth Games. The man who the skip would turn to to cover the jack in the four-man lawn bowls team, <laughs> extend the lead in the butterfly leg in the team medley in the pool, take the tight short run on the bend in the 100 metres relay, and be able to explain to a complete novice what in the hell happens in the Kieran race in the cycling, <laughs> it's Dr. Lewis Kirk and Lewis, how are you going, oh, mate? Good, Robbie, good, Robbie. What an intro, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. I think you forgot
2: me doing the splits in the uh, in the floor routine in the gymnastics. The
1: battered like, sav. <laughs> whole, HG and Roy that's, used to call that, very, wasn't
2: it? The hello boys and the battered sav. The hello yeah. boys, the battered sav, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Of course, I'm joined by uh, Dr. Robbie Anderson. I don't know if you introduced yourself, but... I, I think I did. I think, did. I think introduced. I, think I snuck that one in there. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 good. Just yeah. didn't want to make sure you forgot yourself in there. Plug, but, plug myself, <laughs> you know. If no one else is going to plug me, I'll have to plug myself, mate. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I, am, I, am, I am back from the Commonwealth Games. Yes. I had a fantastic time. Yeah. You know, we saw some great stuff. Um, the, so what, what were the things that you saw there, mate? So we saw a bit of the ass. Yes. Uh, a little bit of the 100-metre uh, sprint, the 200-metre yep. sprint. I don't know if you saw the, the guy throw his arm. Oh, yes. The yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the English yeah, dude. Yeah, we yeah. saw
1: that. That was, right. that was amazing. Really uh, fantastic was he near you when he found out? Did you, you see him? Uh, no, not when he found out. So he did a lap of honour. Yes, he yeah. came right in front of us yeah. and
2: on Twitter. I was like, something's wrong. So I went on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Twitter's where it's Twitter. 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 I was the news. I was yeah. feeding everyone. <laughs> and, um, and basically they were saying, yeah, he's going to be disqualified, sort of thing. And, and so I was taking photos of him in his joyful moments, oh. but I didn't catch him when he's obviously told, which is. Was unfortunate, but and we saw a bit of the swimming, saw that some of the Campbell sisters. Yep. Um we saw some of the basketball saying Cambège.
1: Beige,
2: okay, Liz Cam 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 Beige. Liz Cam she is a yeah.
1: superstar. Yeah,
2: she's great. Yeah. Really yeah, really good. And the uh, daughters love seeing her, so fantastic. So it's fantastic. And then came back from the Commonwealth Games and yes. I'm back working again. You're back, back on the tools. Back on the tools. Back on yeah. the tools, how are you finding that? Loving mate? it. Loving yeah. it. Absolutely like total new lease of life. Yeah, you know? fantastic. Really, really good. So first day, First day back yesterday. Yeah, right. And uh, and uh, first consult. Yes. Walk in, you know, it was a simple arthritis injection. Cartrophan injection. Should be should be simple. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Mops. exactly. Walk Mickey Mouse. Eight o'clock first thing, straight in, walk in, it's a it's somebody I recognize from the school. Kids, right. you know, kids go to the same school, it's you know, it's one of the kids from the school. Yeah. You know, having a chat. Oh, how are you going, guys? Yep, yep. Just here for a cartrophin, which is an injection, you know, pretty as you know, pretty standard sort of thing, Yes. So it yeah, walked in having a chat and then Gone into the, to the cupboard, found the trap. Couldn't find it. No. So you can imagine first day in the consult room. Oh, it's, get, yeah. 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 it's
1: got to be. Yeah. yeah. And how's I, he going? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Robbie, if, if you're not watching on the, yeah, not seeing on the on the screen there, Robbie's opening the drawers. Yes, this is yes. What I was doing. <laughs> Opening every drawer, opening every cupboard. Yes, yeah. Looking for. I'm sure it's here somewhere. Where are the syringes? Small and talking all the yeah, time. exactly. Though. Yeah. And the young the young boy that was in there is gone. Do you know what you're doing? <laughs> First console, First nice. consult of the day. So Fantastic. Really started I my I was like, I think I know what I'm doing. I mean, yeah. it is my first day. I'm sure I'll find what we need. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to take me a few minutes. So that was all good. It was really, really good. Second console of the day. Yes consult young young uh, lady comes in with her with her dog and yeah you know, we're chatting away for a vaccination you know normal sort of banter sort of thing as you do and yeah uh, we got to chatting i said oh so you know you're working today no no i'm not working today i normally work weekends and, and right. nights oh yeah that's fine yeah no worries what, what do you do oh uh, i'm a dancer oh oh that's nice fantastic my, my kids they do a bit of jazz dancing a bit of ballet oh. what sort of dancing you do oh I'm an exotic dancer. An exotic dancer. Exotic dancer. Yep. Right. I oh, know you, you. You're probably thinking what I'm thinking, Robbie. Uh, yeah, you're I'm thinking a... a belly dancer, aren't you? Uh, I was. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my thought too. Straight yes. up belly dancer, yeah, and yep. Turkish dancing. So me, as I am, a bit naive. Naive. Like, what? You're,
1: you're an innocent soul, yeah. Lewis. What? What do you mean by exotic dancer? <laughs> How exotic are we talking? <laughs> In a scale of one to ten. And <laughs> she goes, "I'm a stripper." That's well, ten out of well, ten. Well,
2: there was some silence while yes. I didn't know what to say, and I said, oh, "I just um, grabbed the injection, then got yes. that
1: vaccination out." <laughs> so that was yes. my first two consults. I so really enjoyed my yeah. time. Um, it, well, my you, you must have great core strength, you know? Do <laughs> you, not ever, laugh or guffaw. God, or... I was talking about the exotic dancer. <laughs> oh, you know? oh, sorry, we've so so my core strength. No, that's no, not. No, to no, not <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying try to think of how you could lay a, a compliment on without then alluding to you know any any physical parts, that would then make her think that. Hang on, he's just staring at what, something. What? You just go. You must have great core strength. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, I see. Do you do
2: Pilates. I oh, nothing. Thankfully, the computer was behind me, and I turned my back quickly. And Fantastic. Ducked down yeah, to yeah. the fridge to you get the matches. You found that one are easy yeah. enough. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> It's
2: it's it is, can't be missed. So no, look, yeah, you know, I'm really wrapped to you back. It's, Excellent. It's, it's, it's all good. Um, and yeah, we're back, back on the back on the podcast again this yes, week. Yes, yeah, we're broke, back. Yeah, you know, uh,
1: I think uh, hopefully we're a poo-free one this well, week. Well, we we're trying to aim to go one hundred percent poo-free. Yeah, all right, one hundred percent poo-free.
2: When I say poo now, that's the last time we'll say again.
1: Yeah, From or, now on. Or, or either that or if we um yeah, whether or not we get like a little a little buzzer or something or like a cowbell or something oh, like yeah. that. So if you say poo, it just goes or electric shock call or anything, maybe. Get <laughs> oh, yeah, an electro shock call <laughs> yeah. whenever you hear the word like, like in that Simpsons episode, you remember the first Simpsons episode where they show where they they're shocking each other? No. Yeah, yeah. So the um the family are all sitting around at the psychologists and they're um, you know, uh, they had this aversion therapy thing where, you know, um, you know, if somebody says something about you don't you know, like, you get to shock them and then so they're all just shocking at each other oh. and um and Maggie, the little baby, she's sitting there's going, oh, so yeah. we could get a number like that going up, you know? <laughs> well that's um
2: yeah, you know, so that was yeah. You know, that's been my week's been been really good, and I've also received some other really good news this week. What's that, mate? Well, on Facebook, I yes. got I got a message right. from a, an esteemed veterinarian, at least. Yeah. Um, comment about I listened to the podcast. Yeah. Lewis was the funniest. Oh, fantastic! And Robbie was just loud. Yes. Made my day. Well, Finally, I'm getting some credit. That I deserve. Well, that's good for for, for my humour. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, and, and as you should do too, mate. You know, so and, um, I'm happy to highlight these things too. Well, Not any way trying to upstage you or anything. To, <laughs> to, to, to be honest, being described as loud is one of the better adjectives that's been used for me, Lewis. So that's fine. You know, I, I can I can handle it. But I'm glad that you're getting some of the recognition because you've been put in the hard yards. Yeah, you that's know. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, I guess it's one of those things where you know sometimes yeah, you. You go easy at the start of a season, but then you find your you know you find your, your straps towards the end. A bit and, like you know, Richmond last year in oh, the AFL. Thank yes. you. thanks for bringing that up. Well, well, I actually don't mind talking about footy this week because Collingwood had a win as well, so <laughs> yes. that's right against They're Adelaide. Back on it, yeah. Oh crikey! So Probably yeah, sign Buckley
2: for another couple of years. Oh well, that's
1: that's got him a, a little bit more breathing <laughs> space, which is good. I don't know about the guys over in Adelaide though. I mean, they haven't had much yeah. to celebrate this yeah. year. Uh, you know, after. Dumping a few a few players, it just seems well, like they're not playing with any heart. But, yes, you know. yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. The, so, we were talking about footy for a second. The, the um. So my son Ruben he's, he's doing Auskick for the first time yes. this year, right? Yes. And Yes. Um, yeah, fourth-generation Collingwood supporters. Oh, so, yes. so when you sign up, you go, you going to sign up for Collingwood. No problem. Yes. So we went to go and pick up his uniform and stuff, you know, the footy footy um, kid out at the AFL store. Um, so we got got him the jumper, got him the shorts. And as we we're walking in there, he's telling me, so, Daddy, Collingwood's my favourite team, but my second favourite team's the Bulldogs because his cousin goes for the Bulldogs. Yes. My yeah. third, third favourite team's the Demons because we go we'd go and watch the Melbourne um, Demons women's team play in the right, summertime. Yes. Um, and he said, but my fourth team's the Giants. The giants. I can't mate, what? what where, he, where, where, where the giants come from? It's like it's a national competition. He said because they're orange, because they have got orange. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Whoa, all right, Fa- fair Don't take him to Holland. No, I know. <laughs> I never get him out of there. Yeah, that's you know right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah i yeah. yeah. Orange tulips. <laughs> you know, bikes, yeah. funny little hats. Yeah, the works. Yeah, yeah no rain. All good rainers. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, all place, you know, um, uh, Pommes frites. Yeah. And, Pommes. and welcome to all our uh, Dutch our listeners. Dutch listeners, yeah, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Great to have you on board. Lovely a, country. A, a fantastic country. Waffles, mayonnaise. yeah. Made Waffles. Made. Waffles. yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and chips with mayo too. Yes, that's another. They invented one. that. No, oh, did they? Oh, so they say. Except they don't have the sweet chili sauce on there. Yeah, you know? mm. so that sort of reduces down the the, the, the bogan factor oh, of the chips. Yeah, you know, oh, with yeah, the cream. sweet. You know, you know, you get the sweet chili and the um and the uh, the sour cream. The oh, you know, sour cream, not uh, sour no, cream not mayo. Yeah, the chips, um, Yeah. So, so yeah. we got in to get Ruben's uniform, yes, right? And sorry, um, yeah. so, so we got the footy jumper, got the shorts, and it said, you know, it said Collingwood socks, and they're just plain black. I was like, oh geez, it's a bit boring. And then I looked and I saw so and there were they, they was like, oh, we don't have the that colour. And I heard him on the phone go, there's no Richmond socks left. Yeah, you know, all these <laughs> Richmond supporters coming out of the woodworks, mate. Yeah, oh, I am gonna go and let Johnny go and do Oz kick this year because we can get him in the Tigers <laughs> uniform because we've had a win. Yeah. You know? Um and so they like, we don't have the Collingwood size there. And I've gone, do you have any giant socks? You know? And they're going, Yeah, well, we've got we've got a wall. We've got giant, all giant socks. <laughs> and they're orange. So I said, mate, do you want orange socks? I'm, Oh, yeah. And so we got home and, and Christine, and wife's gone, what the hell did you get him um, giant socks for? I said, because when there is a sea of kids running around out on this footy hey. field, he's going to be the only yes. kid in a pair of giant yeah. socks. There's not going to be any other right. kid in Victoria running around in giant socks. Yeah. We'll be able to there goes his orange socks running around there. I actually thought you were going to say,
2: Christine said, why did you get him orange socks? Because you put orange socks in the wash with the whites, everything's
1: gonna be orange. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah you know? The, oh no, yeah, yeah. yeah. that involves I do I do a lot of the washing, right? oh, I mean, oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, but that's only yeah. because I generate eighty percent of it, <laughs> so you know it's only fair enough, yeah. You know, <laughs> but my, my clothes ain't gonna get cleaner, unless I do yeah, it myself, yeah. You know, I'm the one that dirty them up. Like, yeah, enough. Enough. Yeah. Look, we can go on about this sort of thing all the time, but I think one thing we really
2: want to touch with on um, based on this week was the The 60 Minutes uh, show that was on uh, two some days ago. Yes, absolutely. um, For the the live export. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I'm sure I know what you're thinking, but you know, horrible. Totally terrible footage, you know, stuff that, you know, just abhorrent. Just to see what those sheep were going through, um, the the, the lambs being born, you know, and they were. um, being born on the ship and being, you know, just, just left to, to fend for themselves and dying yeah. in the squalor and and the, the faeces that was there. Can't say poo, faeces, yes yeah. And, um, look, just, just just really terrible. And, I mean, uh, look, I've had some experience with the, the ship stuff in that when I, you know, many years ago when I came back from the UK and yeah. I was locuming around Melbourne looking for some work, I was actually offered to go on one of those ships out to Dubai as the, I, as the, the vet as, as the, the liverboard yeah. vet you know I had the, I've got an accreditation to do that and that sort of thing and when I was sort of inquiring about it I chatted to a few of my mates who were in sort of quarantine area and in the government stuff and they all said they all warned me off it right okay yeah and said you know the conditions are not not good, the ships don't have air conditioning. Yeah, right. Um, and and you know, it's it's really not a nice thing. There's a lot of lot of there can be a lot of deaths that occur. Yeah, especially right. Especially
1: if, if they get held up at a port somewhere. Yeah, right. So I mean mm-hmm. you should go into a pretty hot place too. Yeah, you know, exactly. that's the thing. You know, yeah. like there mm-hmm. – Um and you know, it's that it's that hard thing, isn't it, when you're you know, the farmers from Australia have come to rely on... Oh, sorry, I'll jump in. So, so you, yeah, you, you, you didn't yeah, do it. In yeah, yet. no, sorry, so, yeah, I yeah. didn't do it in there. Yeah, so sorry, I jumped you, off yes.
2: it. No, no, but you're right. Like, the farmers, there are a lot of people that do rely on that sort of income, I imagine, yeah. of sending their sheep over there. But I'd imagine those farmers that have seen that footage, yeah. they would be horrified too. Absolutely, they're, yeah. They're livestock yeah they know really well i mean they, you know, there are some farmers that would know each individual sheep in their flock potentially yeah. um and uh and them seeing them in such terrible conditions yeah would just be shocking for them so look it is a horrible thing and i think the good thing is the australian veterinary association yeah. you know they they've really got on board and they're working trying to work with the government and the ag, ag department yeah to try and get better, uh, lower stocking rates. Yes, yeah. You know, considering, you know, uh, air conditioning. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Which really seems like a given, you know. That, yeah. Well, you know, why well, can't we have some sort of better ventilation yeah. or at least better flow that these animals aren't, aren't undergoing such terrible
1: conditions and heat stress? And less less stocking density. And yes. So I, I think one of the big things with it, and I think part of the reason why there's then been the outcry, is there there often is with these things, is that... Um, sometimes these things happen in the background and while they might be conforming to the the rules that have been set in place, those rules probably aren't what would pass, as the politicians like to say, the pub test. Yes, you know? yes, um, exactly. And, that you know, uh, it seems like a lot of the, I mean, certainly you know, the, the ag departments and the, um, you know, the, the AVA to a point, because they, they have um, policies on these things as well, um, that I think a lot of the um, the stakeholders have probably been caught with their pants down a little bit on this. Um, and they're now, now everyone's going, how can you be letting this go on? Yes. And it's like, well, hang on, we didn't think it was this bad. Yes. But the unfortunate yes. thing, it is this bad. Yes. Because like anything, when there's profit to be made, mm-hmm. quite often when there's profit to be made and capitalism will then drive a lot of the decision making rather than necessarily animal welfare yes. until something like yes. this comes up yes, you know exactly. and it's you know um so so now yeah you know, the, the the minister um is is you know uh, making very forceful things yes, and saying yes, oh yes saying we're the right yes, yes we're, yes, we're, we're yes, going to yes. come in and we're going to make a change and 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 I think they will, you know, because they have to because yeah, they've been caught with something really, really bad mm. happening. Um, the ADA are putting their hand up and saying, "Well, as the national um, body for vets, we should be involved in it," and, and they are, and that's great because they are independent of the, the businesses that are running it. But um, you know, it's it's going to be something. We're still in the end; it's it's still mm. you know, you, you have to decide. Well, is live exporting, you know? How can, can you ever do it in a way that is going to be okay? Exactly. You know, exactly. And, and, hard and hard I hard. think that's yeah. the point we're
2: at. I, is my feeling seeing that stuff is it's just got to
1: stop. Yeah, you yeah. Know,
2: that, seeing that footage really just from a behaviour perspective, being you know oh, uh, yeah. behaviour degree and some welfare, it's just it's just horrific. So things have really got to change big time. I think. Yeah. You no, know, they're talking about putting independent people on board. The yes. Ship, but, and yeah. um
1: and it's probably the thing of where you know it's it's like anything where you know if you want to make a big change and, and and change certainly will happen you know um but it's almost like where do you get it to the point and uh, sometimes people I we mean, talking about well, do we need to send them off shore at all can't yeah. can't can't they be um uh, uh, slaughtered on, a, uh, Slaughter on australian and soil and to, to australian standards mm. and then refrigerated mm. and sent over well, so
2: if you can refrigerate the uh the the carcasses Yes, yeah. Why can't you, for a fridge, you know, air-condition the livestock? You know? Oh, that's a really good point. Mm.
1: You, know, mm. I, you know, sometimes, like, uh, I, I, whenever we're going to, um, you yeah, know, summertime, you go and buy the kids an ice cream or something like that, you'd be surprised the number of ice creams that are actually made in China, yes. right, or icy yes. poles that are made yes. in China. Yes. So if you can ship a frozen icy pole... Yeah. From China to Australia, yeah. and get it into a into a freezer yeah. at, a, at a local milk bar yeah, for four bucks. Yeah, how yeah. how can you, it not happen? And um, okay. So if they say, well, economics wise, you couldn't afford to have. Uh, an Australian avatars set up and Australian um, uh, 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 Australian workers to be doing it, you know, and, yeah. and I, I do know, potentially you could get around there because a lot of times there's, there's religious things as well. And yeah, well, that's why it's there, isn't it, you know? Yep. They
2: arrive live, they can be killed in the religious manner of that country, yep. um, which is, you know, the, I think so the, the slaughter and the bleed-out scenario, yep. which is horrible in itself, but um, that's that's their culture. But and then that's
1: their how... Surely you should be able to have a thing where you get though you know you could be able to have people that um uh, are of that religion to be able to do that still here on Australian soil. Yeah, well, you know, point, isn't it? Um, yeah, really good point. And yes, and, and, yes. and then if you say right, well, okay. So from an economic point of view, well, that's going to be too expensive. Well, okay, but if we're still going to be having live export, then. We have to be reducing density. We have to be having air conditioning. Mm. We need to be improving. Mm. You're going to have to have more staff on these boats. That is all going to increase the cost of, of doing it. So at some point, the cost is going to go up. And um, surely the powers that be could be able to put a, enough things in place to be able to make it economically unviable unless these things are Mm. uh, are able to be held and then uh, i think some people's argument is then going well if australia doesn't send them the sheep, well then somebody else will and they won't have the same ethical standards as what australia do well okay that if, if that's the case then australia should be on those other countries and be making sure that they are following mm. the ethical things you know mm. I mean, we we have a large enough industry that i think you know we need to be on the forefront of this yes and so then that way in the future we don't get another you know yeah get getting caught you know getting mm. caught out moment and because i i can't imagine this is only happening with sheep i imagine yes. it's probably happening with yes. cattle as well yes. and you know um, yeah. so yeah
2: yeah no, it's a horrible thing and um look yeah look We'll certainly keep, keep listeners updated in what, what we get. We obviously get uh, regular releases from the Australian Association, the ABA, yeah. keeping us up to date. So, um, so we'll certainly stay tuned and we'll keep you updated with what, what, what sort of comes at all, all in the future. Yeah, m- moving along, um, Robbie, there was a bit of sort of a light-hearted or perhaps uh, something oh, ju- I, you wanted to touch so, on this week. So
1: I was, I was having a look. I was doing a search, Lewis. I was looking for something Interesting, something fun to bring up. And so what I found was that around Easter time, and I'm not sure whether or not you you'd heard about it, I, I certainly hadn't, but apparently it was you know, it's on the Herald Sun website and also was discussed on 3AW as well. Right, yes. Right. Um the, the headline is King Lake family in close call as wedge-tailed eagle attacks tiny chihuahua. <laughs> No. Seriously. A wedge-tailed, so, eagle. a wedge-tailed eagle. So, um, so, uh, So, uh, quoting from Rowan Smith's article, a tiny dog is recovering after it was savagely attached, attacked, not savagely attached to a wedge <laughs> Savagely <laughs> attached to a wedge-tailed <laughs> eagle. Oh, crikey. Yeah, right. No. Um, <laughs> a, a, attacked by it a wedge-tailed eagle. was e- attached when it got attacked. Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah, attached to its talons. Yeah, that's um, right. Uh, the owner says the bird was trying to rip it apart. So a tiny oh. 18-month-old chihuahua suffered puncture wounds and deep gashes after it was set upon by a massive wedge-tailed eagle at a rural Victorian property on Easter Monday. Bear, the 1.9-kilogram puppy, which was 1.9 kilos for a chihuahua. is a decent-sized puppy yeah, chihuahua. Yeah, bit of size too yeah, um, yeah.
2: I'm uh, just wondering, the, the normal prey of the wedge-tailed eagle... I would have thought maybe a rabbit in that area. Rabbit, mouse, maybe. Well, well, rabbit. It's Easter. He's busy. He's feet. not. He's not out there. Yeah. But so that he was hungry? He's hungry. He's, he's he?
1: There's no rabbits. They're all out dropping eggs off everywhere. Yeah. And, and he was. He was. He was hoping to maybe get one of those chocolate eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that yeah, was left yeah, around. That's right. To feel yeah. like some chocolate. I heard the podcast maybe about had, chocolate toxicity. He had some chocolate. He was buzzing. <laughs> he's he gone. That looks like a rabbit <laughs> or something. <I'm> <laughs> <for> something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a chihuahua. Those little bug yeah. eyes oh, and the big yeah. head Gee, <laughs> They're supposed to have good eyesight. You know, if he can't tell <laughs> the difference between a <laughs> rabbit and a chihuahua, but he's high on the chocolate. High on the chocolate. That's it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. so that's I, I I've heard of a few things. It was uh, there was something wasn't there a while ago? I'm Trying to remember, I think a, a chihuahua was a four-month-old chihuahua. Yes, yep. Here we go. A four-month-old chihuahua was snatched by a crow. Yes, by a crow yeah, as well. Yeah, by yep. a crow. Yeah, pull my child Now the interesting thing when I read, I remember reading about that article. Yeah. The thing that really got me is the chihuahua's name was Fudge. 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 Fudge the chihuahua. Fudge the chihuahua. Now. I, I I'm just thinking, did the did the crow know? It's gone fudge. Well, name Confusion fudge. again, right? It, yeah, you know, it's, it's a, it's a rabbit, ugly, chihuahua. It. It's fudge. It's a chihuahua. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah,
1: right. Gee whiz. Um, and it's it's sort of weird, isn't it? Because like I. You always, I mean, you know that two hours are small, but there's other, you know, tiny puppies. You know that like any any of your little oodles and things like that. They're all only a couple of kilos yeah. as well. Mm. Um, but I hadn't heard of um, a wedge-tailed eagle coming and trying to pick up a, a dog before. It's not it, very common. It, it, it makes sense that they could, and yeah. so you know, I guess it's a you know a, a warning, a community service thing, Lewis, of saying that if you've got. A small fluffy little dog, you know, and maybe look up, yeah. you know, see if there's a, a wedge-tailed eagle or a crow or a buzzard that actually
2: reminds me of a um. Oh, look, many years ago, I did a uh, I did a behaviour consult at a um at a a wildlife uh, sanctuary. Okay. Yes. Yeah. A wildlife reserve, um, and they got me out there. They had a. Uh, I think it was a couple of galahs, or maybe it was a parrot. somewhere In a in an aviary and
1: um... something with feathers.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was well, feathers. Beat well, eyes. Well, these birds were feather picking, plucking. Oh, feather yes, feather plucking. So yep. they were definitely plucking. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> got my peas
2: going there. Perfect. Yeah, no silent peas. Yeah. Um And uh, and so I went out, you know, and had a chat to them and. And yep, sure enough, went to the aviary, was looking at these these birds, and they were, they were in the aviary, and they seemed like they're, they were being well kept for that. Yep. Lots of browse or branches. Yes, yep. And the, the keepers are doing a great job of rotating things, keeping them occupied, giving yep. them sort of food, toys, yep. Lots of things to play
1: and stimulation, environmental yep. yep, stimulation. stimulation. Yep. I mean,
2: and, and I was sort of thinking, oh, gee,
1: I, I really don't know why they're doing it. What's stressing? these birds. Because that's often a reason why they will feather pluck, is exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Stress.
2: What's stressing them to the point of feather plucking? And so we were sort of, um, you know, you know, I was in the, in the enclosure and we were sort of chatting and I was thinking, oh, I've got to think of a reason. I'm the expert. They've yes. got me out. I've got to think of something. Yes, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to reason. Oh, is that my phone? No, there's yeah. nothing <laughs> on my phone. Uh, just sort of trying to think of a reason. I range. think I left something in the car. <laughs> yeah. Go and look up a book. No, there's yeah. nothing in the book. Come back, I'm in the enclosure and suddenly the birds just start going crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely mental! Jumping down on the floor. Yeah, right. You know, going it, and I hear this noise. This, and I look up in the sky, and there's a wedge-tailed eagle in the sky circling. Oh, really? Above the, right above the enclosure.
1: Oh, gee whiz,
2: Yeah. And this place. Yeah. Runs a show. Yeah. Where they had these birds that were coming up and circling, and they'd come down and grab you know food out of the hands yes, yeah, yeah. of the hands of the keepers. The birds and are running around. Yeah, like, yeah. Have a show. And so every time the show ran, these birds were seeing essentially their predator yes, yeah, flying yeah. over their beautiful little home, are oh, we... in the absolute crap. Oh, man. So it was unbelievable. So I put the book away. I put yeah. my phone in my pocket. <laughs> I, 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 I think I've got this one sorted, of going. Right, oh, Hey <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's um, it was amazing to see that these birds reacted so badly, yeah. to that bird flying flying above them. But just as such a simple solution,
1: yeah, and because I mean they, I mean the birds of prey, they do have incredible sight, yes. don't they? You yes, know? And so that's the thing. I mean, they could be a long way away, and yeah. then they see this, um, you know, yeah, be it a, a, a parrot or a chihuahua or something yeah. like that, yeah. and go, "Jesus, go have a crack at So, so yeah. I thought, you know, this is a you know, it's something to say that gee whiz, you know. You probably need to be a little bit wary, you know. Yes, if you've yes, got your little fluffy yes, dog out, you know, yes. if you're in if you're in the rural place, mm. because. Crikey, you know, I mean, those birds—they could quite easily pick up the, one of these little little creatures. Yeah. Um, and because uh, the other thing that struck me is because it reminded me of a story that um uh, I heard about on another podcast. So Kevin Smith, um, uh, Hollywood director, filmmaker, and and one of the um you know the, the granddaddies of podcasting. Yes, um, yes, He um he told a story where um so he's got um he's got ducks so he's got his little ducks and yeah. Shirt. Yeah. Um, and so he lives out in the Hollywood Hills, um, and he was taking, um Shecky out for out to go to the toilet. And um, he's out around the pool, because, yeah, it's Hollywood, the pool, the yeah. pool. Oh, yes. Um, and suddenly, this owl has come down, shot down out of the sky to try and have a crack at Shecky. Wow. Uh, and so, Kevin Smith, you know, he said there's no one around, no one to try. So, what he's done, he's picked up an inflatable pool toy. <laughs> Right? and turned around and swung this pool toy to hit the owl in midair, yeah. right? to psh, knock the knock the owl away to protect Shecky the duckson. Oh, no, way. he's pulled the pink flamingo
2: out of the pool, the pink blow-up flamingo, and
1: the owl with the pink flamingo. Flamingo attacks owl to save daxon You know how's that? <laughs> so you know so I just thought you know what. what? People, our, 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 our friends, our listeners out there that have got these small little dogs, yes. you know. If you've got a chihuahua, keep it in your handbag. Yeah, or have, <laughs> it, have an inflatable flamingo nearby <laughs> so that you can use to try and help to protect exactly. it. Gee,
2: yeah, I reckon, yeah, I reckon there's going to be a lot of people walking around with the, you know, the pink flamingo donut. Yes. And the chihuahua in the handbag and just, just walk, walk, walk just wear it. probably the helmet you know
1: with the uh, the cable ties <laughs> the cable ties to keep the uh, to just stop the, bang the vampires off. From, off. from bang on your head <laughs> which has always struck me as weird because if you're riding a bike with a helmet on you've got a helmet on oh, okay. it's fine I've let the a boy really wacky in the head yeah. what's he going to do he's going gonna to teach him a lesson scratch your helmet yeah. <laughs> oh no this is my greatest stack hat ever you know <laughs> I, got, I got this when I was working at the, uh, the elephant farm <laughs> you know <laughs> with, with, with huns
2: with it? <laughs> <laughs> I brought it back with the bucket load of specimen yeah, <laughs> on, the, on the point of sight let's, let's hold on to this Lewis so we managed to get through let's oh, yeah, the would, um, yeah, uh, yeah well, let's uh, we we'll have a look at what's in the mail bag let's this week what maybe. we got
1: in the mail bag mate so um so we've had a, uh, a an email from um, from uh, Claudia, um, and Claudia has got uh, written here, Lewis. Hi, Robbie and Lewis. I love your podcast. Oh, thank you very bal- much. Balanced. Bal- balanced. 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 balanced, balanced, Thank you, Claudia. She doesn't mention me at all. Um, she says in here, um, Lewis sounds really funny. <laughs> That, show, me that. show me that. No, 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 no. I, I, I've smudged over that part there, but it definitely says it. Um, you pumping um, me up today? I as mean, big as the flamingo. She said, I, I, "I always learn something new and end up laughing along the way." So there you go. But I'm sure that's directed at you, yeah. mate, yeah, because because she. So her question is: I was wondering about the extent to which dogs feel jealous, particularly if their owner gives attention to another dog. Thanks, Claudia. P.S. Lewis, you're great. <laughs> oh, I think you're adding a <laughs> what <would> you <laughs> editorialising it? Um, so, so Lewis, this is your wheelhouse, mate. Yes. What are Definitely. your thoughts on this one, yes.
2: buddy? So, look, obviously, jealousy, you know, um, between dogs in in the household. When I I do keep mentioning in most episodes, but obviously, when I did write the book about the tell your dog you're pregnant. Yes. Yep. An essential guide for dog owners who are expecting a baby. Yes, there was a section I wrote in there in 2012 talking about jealousy, and yeah. certainly my my thought and and I think still most of us sort of behaviour type of vet's thoughts is that there isn't really a true true jealousy, right you know, b- between dogs. Yep. Um so, you know, it's the classic, you know, thing. And, and I guess, you know, people, what people mainly talk about is when you give attention to one dog, yep. the other dog either uh, starts attention seeking, so I start nudging the owner. Coming and trying, trying to get in between you. Trying in between, maybe yep. pawing the owner, maybe whining, yep. barking. Sometimes aggression. Yeah, and sometimes that okay. you can see some aggression when you pay attention to one of the dogs. Yeah. Or sometimes then when you pay attention to another human, some dogs right, yep. can, can show those sorts of behaviour. But I mean... The, 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 the common understanding of jealousy is that there does need to be some sort of uh, uh, complex cognitive ability to understand yeah, okay. jealousy. So it's you've got to have the the understanding that potentially you know if if that dog's getting all the attention that that the owner might take you know um, might actually exclude me from the whole situation. Yeah. And, okay. And and the the sort of you know if you look at the human. Uh, issues of of, um, of, of jealousy. Um, you know, obviously, there's usually you know there's, there's three people involved, um, and for one to to feel jealous, we need to understand that the usurper the person coming into the relationship, is either going to change us in some way, so we're going to yep. lose a partner, yeah, or we're going to lose. Um, uh, know some professional jealousy or something yes. or, or, or something
1: like that so, so or, or has something that you that you want or that you feel feel that you want or desire or something it's it's that higher higher understanding isn't it yeah, yeah. so yeah it, you
2: know it sort of it needs to be an interloper that's threatening that important relationship yeah. okay and so there was a, there's a really good study that was done um, in in 2014 called jealousy in dogs. Right, easy. gee whiz,
1: easy to find on Google. Oh, Google, yeah, jealousy in <laughs> dogs. Jealousy. <Bang. laughs> just, just don't don't, don't let, let people see behind the curtain, mate. You know, it's hours, of <laughs> hours of research. Hours of research. Hours of research.
2: So, and the first paragraph of the article yeah. has a really good comment. Jealousy is in humans. Assume, is is the third leading, leading cause of non-accidental homicide. Oh wow. So the third leading cause. I thought that's that's really interesting. And it got me thinking, what are what, the first two? What, what is what are the first what? two? What are number one and two? Yes. It's got to, is it money? Would there be money? Wedge tailed <laughs> eagles. <laughs> Pool <Paul> Flamingo, <laughs> Flamingo. <laughs> So I, I don't know. Anyway, so look i digress a little bit there. But basically in this in this study they've done yeah. is they talk about how um our how ba- infants at six months of age yeah. can show signs of jealousy. Really, yeah. at six months. At six months. So they did it. Uh, there's been some studies done where um, the mum uh, like uh, has a holds a lifelike baby, right, and the infant uh, shows certain behaviours to show they're jealous, right. Okay. Um, and then if the mum just holds a book and reads the book, baby doesn't, doesn't show, doesn't it, show, doesn't show the So there's thought that and so they are trying to do this sort of test. Um, you know, Sort of similar sort of relationship between um, you know humans yeah. and, and infants and, and dogs, and so what they they tried to create is um is a situation with got thirty six dogs right. right in this study, and uh, and they were all had to be shorter than fifteen inches, fifteen inches, 15, thirty centimeters. Thank you. Really weird. Yeah, I, don't know, I think the theory was that if these dogs got aggressive, they could control them. <laughs> So if, they, if, if it was a little chihuahua, it was getting a bit aggressive, they could bring in the wedge oh, tail, he'd yeah. it off. Yeah. Hey, mate, we've, got,
1: we've got a bird up here. <laughs> yeah, we got See like... this bird? Yeah. <laughs> All ones those ones you get busy. from Bunnings. The ones you get from Bunnings that try and stop the birds from getting your veggies. Yeah, get The out. It just sits there. It just sits there, just hovering over. Yeah, you know, that's, that's that's going to fool them, guaranteed guarantee yeah, Absolutely. Every time. That would that'd, that'd cause some damage with the data, though, wouldn't it? You know, you get some, you know. big screw yeah, wouldn't yeah. It? <laughs> Well, they weren't jealous, but gee whiz, they were really panting and upsetting. They didn't and and, like the owl. Chugging their feathers but out, you know? They had flashbacks of pool ponies. Pool ponies. <laughs> <laughs> Those big banana things yeah. for them, yeah. yes.
2: <laughs> So anyway, look, they did, this, they did this study, and they got uh, the th- three sort of things. So they had owner, owner and dog. Yeah. And they had uh, one uh, one sort of plant was they had a stuffed dog that would bark and wag its tail. Yeah. And so the owner was to pat the dog and pretend like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. That, something along, something those, along lines. those
1: lines. That was yes. the exact script, <laughs> but somewhere, somewhere. Yes, I'd like to see that how they wrote that one up in the article. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the reader will now put on a high voice <laughs> and, and talk
2: like... <laughs> <laughs> so And 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 during this thing, they were to ignore their own dog. Yeah, right. Second thing they were to... Um, the, the the plant they had was just a jack-o'-lantern. Right. And they
1: pumpkin. had to do... Yeah, a pumpkin. A pumpkin. <laughs> a pumpkin. Exactly. A pumpkin. As what, you do. Well, I mean, what's, a, what's, what's an inert object that we can have? What's you know? going to make the dog most jealous? Yeah. <laughs> a, pumpkin. A, pumpkin. Pumpkin. a pumpkin. A pumpkin. We can have a chair, you know. Have a shoe, you know. A, a shoe. shoe. A shoe. Well, yeah. some dogs like shoes. Some dogs do like shoes. Them. That's yeah. not, not the best one. Yeah. Yeah. How about a Kenwood chef? You know, I don't know. <laughs> what's Something. a Kenwood chef? Like one of those, um, one of the things that you're... Um, uh, when you're making a cake, yeah, you, know, you can put yeah. everything in in you know, a batter, and it's like what, the, oh. what they had before they had the Thermomixers. Oh, so know? not an exploding, one. No, not, I not an like exploding the Thermomixers are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the bomb allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a I don't think it's a But just allegedly. in case it's not, it's just in case it does. Edit allegedly. 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 <laughs> Um, so, uh, so yeah, just, just an
2: inanimate yeah. kitchen and, object. Yeah, and so in the same way that they spoke to the inanimate dog that was wagging against how they had to do it to the, <laughs> the chocolate. <laughs> puppy, puppy, chocolate. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So and <laughs> to play as if it was a real dog. Sit yeah. sit, Jacqueline. Sit good eyes and good. puppy. Oh man, I hope they've
1: got vision of yeah. that because I know. that well, is. Well that it would was be, video. That would it be was,
2: stunning. It was video, but I I'm not sure it's on, on general release. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's on the DVD extras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it takes. Oh, yeah. She is. And the third oh. thing they had to do was just read a kid's book. Okay, and right. All the dogs. So, yeah. And what they found is is when they interacted with the stuffed dog, yeah, you know, about half of the dogs actually snapped and, and tried to bite oh, the really? stuffed dog. Yeah. Wow. So had a real interaction that this dog is is is, is coming in and, and taking away something that I desire yeah, potentially, yeah. and they perceive that that might be jealousy. About a third of them uh, dogs tried to get in between the stuffed dog and the owner. Yeah, right. Obviously, you know, to get that. That's, that that's, that my, that's yeah. what I get. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and and most of the dogs tried to push the stuffed dog away. Yeah, right. Um, Probably because they're saying, dude, that's not even a dog. Yeah, yeah well, that was, yeah, could you bring that up? That was a criticism of the paper and a criticism I have. Yes, yeah. And they did address it in the paper, you know, right. saying, look, maybe these dogs are actually smarter than we think. Yes, yeah. And they go on to the owner,
1: why are you interacting with, with this do you really think this is real? Yeah. That's, a, that's a pumpkin. And that's a stuffed dog. Look, I'm, I'm really worried that you're losing your mind here. You've gone from a pumpkin to to then this teddy bear. Yeah, you know. Exactly.
2: It's like it's like I'm in a caravan park in Tasmania and there's a taxidermid platypus there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then see swimming in the river. That was real, man. That was a real platypus. And yeah. the video is on Facebook. That's Does anyone right. like to check it out? And and thank you to all the Russian bots who have liked it on Twitter. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes, yes, we do have some interesting followers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're uh,
2: in the consult today yeah. at the, the clinic. Some of them, anyway. <laughs> We digress. So, essentially, and then when, when the owners, you know, read the book or interacted with the pumpkin, yeah. most of the dogs just sort of inter, uh, ignored yeah, right you right know on. during these interactions. So, you're getting back, you know, So the that was a big thing that people sort of said, you know, criticised the article, is, yeah. you know, maybe the dogs know it's a stuffed animal. Yeah. An interesting point they had is that, now let me just find the figures here, I think something like it was 80% of the dogs that... That were in the study actually sniffed the stuffed dog's bum. Wow. Yeah, like to say, hey buddy. Yeah, you going? right. You, you too. Hey, what's <laughs> going on? And then the dogs that the dogs those, of those dogs, all the dogs that were aggressive and snapped at the stuffed dog sniffed the other dog's bum first. Really? And the dogs that tended not to react didn't sniff the didn't sniff the bottom of the wow other stuffed dog at all. Yeah, right. So they were trying to say, well, sniffing bum means dog me knows it's real. Or thinks it's real. Thinks it's real, yeah, right. And I'm wondering, what sort of community, what, what are we getting from the back end there? From the back end, yeah. Normally from there, you know, I imagine the park, it's like, oh, mate, yeah, hey, how you going, buddy? You're here, now. nice to see. Yep. And you sniff, you like,
1: hmm, uh, straw? Straw, straw yes, yes, uh, the, 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 the yeah, the fluff. Yeah. You, you smell synthetic. <laughs> What's going on? Polyester. Polyester, yeah. Geez, <laughs> I hope you don't get, you don't Don't sit too close to the fire, mate. Your bones going to melt. <laughs> You know, well, so, well, it's yeah. interesting because I've seen people do that at Myers, you know, we are going sniffing up the bum of a mannequin, you know, just to get a walk up I don't know if you're really, you're wearing a nice, bit nice set of clothes. I'm not sure if you're real or not, you know. Yeah, I think you get arrested for that sort <laughs> of way. <life. laughs> I'm pretty sure
2: that's not, that's not your stock standard checking out what the mannequins are. Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh.
0: just trying to well, see nasally
1: as many... assessing the scent. <laughs> Just trying to see if this mannequin's real or not, security <laughs> officer. That's right. Out. Out. Um, so, so potentially there's that. Um, so, so, is it jealousy or is it um, uh, uh, resource? Yeah, exactly. Um, is it? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Is it more just about you know
2: a, a competition? You know that the dogs have evolved. Um, that when perhaps mum is, is giving attention to one of the pups or feeding one of the pups. I've got to come in there, I've got to get some of the food, I've got to to get milk. Yeah,
1: exactly. Is is
2: it just a general, just a, a, well, they call it, you know, a primordial sort of jealousy, you know, they're trying trying to label that, so has it been there since birth. But is it more of an evolutionary thing where it's just, you know, I'm missing out on a treat or I'm missing out on some sort of resource? Yeah. So the paper didn't really give me enough information to say, you know, I think, yes, dogs do have jealousy, and I was... Actually talking to, to one of the vets at, at work today, Lisanne, yeah. and, and she had some great odd issues about the MRI studies that they've done. So they've done some MRI studies where they've – I don't know if you know about this. No, no. They've, they've put dogs in in an MRI. They've trained them to, to lie down in an MRI. Wow. Chin on a chin rest. Oh. And amazing. have the dang, 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 dang. And no. Those of you who had an MRI. No. I know how loud they are. Holy. And they've assessed them. And when the owner comes into the room, they're able to say that dogs show love because the love part – of their brain lights up when they see their owner. Really? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that fantastic? That's And nuts. so we were talking about, well, there must be a jealousy centre in the brain. There must be somewhere that fires up. Yes, when yeah, When the yeah. usurper yeah. appears on the scene yeah. that says, I'm
1: jealous. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you get these dogs. I think it's and... called the, the, the bachelor lobe. <laughs> <load. laughs> yeah, it's so the, the, the load that, that all the girls in the bachelor, you know, <laughs> Fire off. Oh, The Bachelor the Show. The Bachelor yeah, Show. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. No, not that I'm a, a huge aficionado for it, Lewis, but occasionally cut, occasionally, cut Christina cut has on. it on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Only oh, yeah. watch it for the articles, yeah. mate. Yeah. <laughs> you're, a, you're a real. I know you like it, Robbie, don't you? No, no I, don't, I don't. no. My secret shame. My
2: secret shame, Lewis. So we were sort of thinking that would be the way. Yeah, I think one of the way, only ways you can prove would be to put the dog in the. You know, in the M R I have the owner there, you know, interacting and have a third dog come in. Yeah, right. And interact with that dog and I don't know, I don't know how you stop from getting up and, and biting at the other yeah, dog. Yeah, I yeah. think jealousy is such a strong well, it can be a really strong emotion. Yeah, absolutely. Human. So really sort of interesting sort of study and I'm
1: not sure do we
2: answer Claudia's question? Well, yeah, you know,
1: I think it's um so so do they feel jealousy? I guess the thing is is that we je- je- jealousy is a is a a, a word that we put on a feeling that we have to a certain situation. And I guess dogs show a similar um, yeah, a, a response to that sort of a thing where they think that something's going to change. So is it jealous? So they're probably, you know, I don't know, let's, 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 let's really jump out here, Lewis. You know, are they showing it or not? Yeah, don't still, still me, still I think still out for me, I think,
2: you know, I, I certainly know what she's talking about. She's talking about, you know, that when you give attention to the other dog, that the third dog, you know, becomes attention-seeking or potentially yeah. aggressive. And, look, I'm not... I'm not totally convinced there's jealousy there's some body of evidence that that is working towards saying maybe that this is a thing yeah. but I think if, if it occurs in dogs jealousy occurs in dogs it should be occurring in other animals as well particularly mammals you know right. and I don't know that there's a lot of stuff saying that it is a particularly occurring in other animals that, that a cow's not well. getting jealous well you know that's right yeah kangaroo's not getting
1: jealous <laughs> The yeah. rabbit's not getting jealous of the wedge tail or <laughs> yeah. attacking the chihuahua that, that, that could have been yeah. Be me. I'm much tastier. Yeah. So, so on that, there was um a, a client that I had that um had had two beagles, um a male beagle and a female beagle. Yeah. Um, and the female beagle always wanted more attention than the yes. male beagle. Yes. And that the if they patted the male beagle first, because they felt like, well, hang on, the male beagle's getting pushed out by the female beagle, that um you know, we, we want to go and pat the male one because, you know, obviously he's not getting enough attention because the girl always wants to come in. Um, and, uh, but then the female one would start to get quite upset with it. You know, yes. she'd start to take it out on the, on yeah. the male. Yeah, get aggressive, right? yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so I said to them, look, you know, try patting the female first so then that way she feels like she's had your attention and then go to the male. Yeah, or... or- even a better option yeah. I find in those
2: situations is, is you've got you know a scenario might be sitting sit on the couch you've got the male and the female beagle on, on either side yeah beagles love food yes pat the male beagle and give the female beagle oh. a treat oh, right yes so both so the, the, the female's getting rewarded with a food reward yes for the male getting a pat then switch what? it around treat for the male beagle female beagle gets a pat nice and that just teaches them that okay, this is good. I get something good. I'm getting a pat or I'm getting a treat. And then over time, that tends to settle them down because they know there's a real consistent thing that, okay, he might be getting a pat, but she knows I'm going to get a treat. Yes. And it might not yeah. be every time you've got a treat. Yeah, yeah. And you might start doing it intermittently after a while. Maybe the first few weeks, you're giving a treat to one dog and patting the other and switching around. You're doing that for yeah, five minutes. Yeah. And then maybe the next couple of weeks, you're doing it intermittently. Maybe you get a pat, but you don't get a treat. You get a treat, but you don't get a pat, yep. and so they know to sit either side of here. There's no chance of them getting aggressive. Yeah, right. Because you know, if you're trying to sort of work out, you know, a lot of people try and talk about, oh, this dog's the dominant one, and mm-hmm. this one needs the pat first, and yeah, right. It just can create a lot of issues. Yeah, right. So it's just much better if you just say, hey, you can get a pat, but you can get a treat. Fantastic, win-win. You know? win. Yeah, exactly. Win, no win. one's losing. No, exactly. we're not going to have any aggression. We're not trying to toy around with emotions. So that's probably a better way to yeah, go about it. awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. might help
1: Claudia with her dogs. I don't mm, know. It may do, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that, that's gold, gold advice there, <laughs> right. mate. Um, Fantastic. Now, I'll tell you, what, one thing we did forget was to, you know, with the disclaimer, all advice on this show is general in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we have missed anything. Um, and otherwise then, you know, I think that's about it, man. Yeah, you know? I think that's um, a wrap. Yeah, yeah. Um. So thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for subscribing and sending us questions and things like that. Tell your friends about us if you think we're alright. Yeah. We're all right, you know? or, or your enemies, or you your enemies, yeah, even you better. Yeah. Hey, if they, if they want to subscribe to us and give us a five star review, <laughs> yeah. no, no, one stars, though. no, one not star those sort of enemies. No, no, no. We don't want those enemies. No, just your frenemies. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just oh, your friend of me,
1: Fantastic! All, well, all right, course. all right, everyone. See you we'll next, see week. next week. Peace out,
0: everybody. Bye. See Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter